took the wolves up into space, they never came back. Nor did the animals, flies, guinea pigs and monkeys, which were sent up in rocket experiments in the early era of space research. We've got a totally alien and hostile environment out there, above 50,000 feet. Unless you have pressure on you, your blood's going to boil. You're going to die from lack of oxygen. So experiments were started. They started sending up monkeys and mice, fruit flies and other things. Unfortunately, the recovery system on the V2 was not the best in the world. They had instrumentation on the monkeys, respiration, heartbeat, etc. And it was good through the flight and through the descent, but the parachute recovery system would fail. Wayne Matson, now retired from the Air Force, was an aviation editor and covered the early history of the U.S. space program. He says the cradle of U.S. space research was in the Tularosa Basin in southeastern New Mexico, a natural dry remote setting with clear blue skies. In the distance you can see the shimmering white gypsum sand dunes. They stretch 40 by 100 miles. Today the White Sands Missile Range and the Holloman Air Force Base are still in operation. Wayne says it's an area which has long been perfect for military and scientific experiments. The base was established on Easter Sunday, 1941, when Hap Arnold and Sir Guy Jarrett, British Air Marshal, met to establish the British Air Crew Training Program. And Alamogordo was selected as the site. Unfortunately, something called Pearl Harbor intervened. And the Americans said, we've got to use it ourselves to train our own air crews. It was used for training bomber crews during World War II. After the war was to be phased out, it was for six weeks. And then it was reactivated and all the missile programs were sent here. And then the V-2 program started kicking along. Okay, we're going to do research. Wayne is a researcher at the Space Museum in the town of Alamogordo, New Mexico. His colleague, Jack Moore, Chief of Public Affairs, leads the way out onto the slopes around the museum into a sculpture garden of rockets, relics and model replicas. The mountain range to the east of us is the Sacramento Mountains. Across the Tularosa Basin we have the San Andreas and the Oregon Mountains. Uh, these are all part of the Rocky Mountains. People don't tend to think of New Mexico as being part of the Rockies. Uh, the Tularosa Basin is uh, what was at one time the bottom of an inland sea. And uh, the white sands out there, if you go out after a rainstorm, it has that seashore smell because of the remnants of the ancient algae that's still there. It's big sky, big frontier country, magical and mysterious. To the north, there are badland lava fields. To the east, dark forests. Jack says he's climbed behind the space center and found petroglyphs in the rock illustrating the sun. Ancient sky watchers in the region use their discoveries to coordinate seasonal activities. There are several prehistoric solar observatories here which seem to be aligned to record the spring solstice, a fit setting for figuring out how to get a human being into space. For centuries, man had dreamed of space travel. With the arrival of the rocket, this became a reality. German scientists, led by Werner von Braun, came to the Tularosa Basin in February 1946, and their V-2 rockets were developed for both military and scientific use. The little ranching and railroad town of Alamogordo couldn't fail to notice. Von Braun and his team of 100 scientists were brought here in 
late 1945 and early 1946 to begin firing captured German V-2 missiles on the on the proving ground out here to uh, develop a, a missile for the United States. Uh, I believe there were more than 60 V-2 launches here at White Sands. Um, one, in fact, in 1948 got away from them and crashed on the mountain right behind us. Uh, parts of the missile as it broke up fell on uh, parts of Alamogordo. Chunks of the rocket fell at uh, the intersection of uh, 13th Street and Cuba Avenue and a neighbor ran out with a gun to protect it because he knew it was from the Army and he didn't want any spies to get it. Uh, so we were really close to the space program here in more ways than one. Space travel was a product of the development of military technology. That was considered pragmatic. In the rocket room of the Space Museum, curator George House has archival recordings of...